going to blame anybody for uh, this insanity that we're experiencing right now. It has to be the Republicans. You can't blame anyone else. You have to blame the Republicans, the Republican Party, the Republicans in the Senate, the Republicans in Congress. Those are the people you have to blame for what we are experiencing right now in the United States of America. There's no question about it. I will accept no other argument because it's fact. It's truth that we are where we are because the Republicans have been complicit. The Republicans have kowtowed. They have placated to a dictator. You can't deny that. That's why we are where we are in the United States right now. Because none of those losers have the, the backbone, have the spinal column to stand up to this guy. They allow him to trample on democracy because they're cowards. So if you're going to blame anybody for what we are experiencing right now, you have to, to blame people like Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, and the rest of the lackeys uh, who are in the Senate, especially in the Senate. I mean, there's no question about it. These guys have allowed Donald Trump to become what he has become. They cannot stand up for what's right. They don't care. I'm just convinced that the Republicans are so um, self-serving and so focused on what it is they want to, to get out of this whole thing that they don't care about the damage and um, you know, the, the damage they're causing to our democracy in the United States. It's depressing. It's sad. It, it's pitiful. It's pathetic. What's happening right now in the United States is the most pathetic thing uh, you could ever witness. It's the most pitiful thing that you could experience. And all because the Republicans are allowing it to happen. And why? Why are they allowing it to happen? They're allowing it to happen so that they can ramrod, rush through a justice onto the Supreme Court. That's what, this, that's what this is all about. That's just, that, th that is why we are in the situation we're in. You have to, you have to face that fact. You have to embrace that, uh, that, 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 that fact. You have to embrace that. You have to accept it. You have to understand it. That we are in the situation we're in with Donald Trump because the Republicans wanted to use him to get what they wanted. which is another Supreme Court justice on the Supreme Court. It's pathetic. It's pitiful. 
But what do you say about it? I mean, what do you say about that? Uh, You can't blame the Electoral College on the election of senators. You can blame gerrymandering. So these guys have been sly as fo- sly like foxes to get what they want. They have rigged the system to get what they want. And here we are. These these people getting what they want. Shamelessly getting what they want. I mean if you've watched um the interview with uh, Lindsey Graham back in uh, 2015 or whenever it was, 2016, whenever it was, whenever um, Scalia died. And Lindsey Graham says that you should um, hold him accountable to, the, to his very words, which, which he makes the statement that Uh, If a Supreme Court seat comes open in the last year of of Donald Trump's presidency, um, then there won't be a vote or there there won't be uh, they won't Russia a new uh, Supreme Court justice into that spot. I mean, that's what he says. He says it won't happen. Yet here we are. Uh, McConnell, listen, you know, back when Scalia passed away, um, every Republican, every, every Republican argued that the people should decide. That the people should decide. Let the people decide. And uh, then they filibustered for however long it was, 11 months or what have you. How is that possible? I mean, that, that, that absolutely says a lot about these people who are in office, about your senators. That they could argue on the one hand that the people, so close to an election, the people uh, should decide. Yet here we are, um, people have already started voting. We are in the midst of an election. And these people think, are okay with the idea that they should uh, nominate and uh, place a new justice. I mean, I would argue that there's more of an argument now uh, for the people to decide who the next Supreme Court justice is. There's more of a reason now than there ever was uh, when they did it back when Obama was uh, in his last term. I mean, we're in the midst of an election. The election is happening. People are already voting. 
it makes no sense. Yet, they're going to go forward with it because it is their constitutional right to do so. And regardless of how chaotic things are, regardless of how divided this nation is, regardless of how uh, upset this nation is, these guys are going to pile it on by um, pushing through and nominating and uh, voting on a new Supreme Court justice. Let that sink in. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to blame any, anyone for what we're experiencing right now, if you want to uh, blame anyone for how chaotic things are right now, for how much Donald Trump is off the rails, if you want to blame anyone for that, blame the Republicans. Blame the Republican Senate. Um, they've allowed this to happen because they have no backbone and because um, they wanted to take full advantage of the situation. And they've done so effectively. Here we are. The only question is, I mean, the only question that remains is how far will they let this insanity go on? How far will they allow this country um, to descend into the throes of chaos before they speak up? How far? I mean, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Every American has to ask himself or herself, how far are these people willing to let the country uh, fall into decline? Because of Donald Trump. I mean, at this, at this point in our nation's history, I see no hope. Because these people will not stand up. They will not let their stand up for democracy. They won't speak out. So, I mean, you have to ask yourself, how long are they willing to, how far are they willing to let this thing go? If they've, you know, if they've stooped to this level, if they've stooped to the level that they're going to nominate a, a Supreme Court justice and uh, push that person through, I think they'll stop at nothing. They, they, they have no integrity. The country is more divided at this point in history than it's ever been probably even more than the civil war this country is in turmoil and instead of doing the right thing the republicans are just pouring fuel on the fire i don't know how they sleep at night i don't know how it's possible that they they get a good night's rest um, in a situation like this. But somehow they do. And somehow they just keep pushing forward. 
because their agenda is the only agenda that matters. Because they're power hungry. Because they will stop at nothing to retain that power. And maybe that's what this is all about. It's a scary situation when you think about it. I mean, if our question is how far will they allow this thing to go and they are intoxicated by the power of where they are, of Donald Trump, then maybe they'll stop at nothing. I mean, let that sink in. They'll stop at nothing. Okay, so, yeah, Mitch McConnell spoke up about um, Trump refusing to uh, speak against uh, white supremacists. Mitch, uh, Mitch McConnell spoke up about that. It's the only glimmer of, of hope in this whole thing. The, the, you know, okay, that was the right thing to do, Mitch McConnell. Be unequivocal about white supremacy in the United States. We're glad that you did that. We're glad that you are to some degree holding... Um, you're, you're at least making a statement. I'm not sure it's enough. But at least, you, at least he said something. Maybe there's a glimmer of hope there. We'll see. I mean, what you saw at the debates, at the debate, at the last debate, at the first presidential debate, what you saw was Donald Trump unhinged. Uh, he was off the rails. Uh, we keep hearing uh, the term crackhead to describe Donald Trump. And that's what we got. I mean, that's what we saw. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's um, hard to uh, deny that the United States was embarrassed at the first, uh, by the first um, presidential debate. It's hard to deny that. We were fully um, embarrassed by that. Donald Trump embarrassed this country by his actions, by his behavior. You can't, um, you can't argue um, who won or lost this thing. Yeah, uh, you know, um, Trump, uh, uh, Biden wins because Trump uh, was the biggest idiot on the stage. How do, you, how do you argue against that? He was the biggest idiot on the stage, Donald Trump was. But, you know, I really think that um, that was all part of Trump's strategy. That is what you saw at the presidential debates is all part of Donald Trump's M.O. 
That's how he operates. That's who he is. Um, and if you listen to some of the interviews with the women um, who have recently defected from the uh, Trump administration and have come out critical of uh, the administration, I, their names escape me. If, but if you listen, you know who I'm talking about. If you listen to um, the interviews with these ladies, you'll hear them echo that exact same a thing. They'll echo that this is the type of administration, this is what they experienced when they were working every day with Donald Trump. Was this, was this chaos? And that's what you get. That's what you get with Donald Trump. You get chaos. Um, I mean, do you think, um, honestly, do you think that if Trump were the, the the polls were showing that Trump is winning. If the if do you think do you believe that if Trump were winning in the polls that we would be hearing anything about voter fraud? I I find it hard to believe that we would that we fraud would even be. I don't. I mean, we would not be talking about that. That would not even be a subject. If 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 the if if if. Donald Trump were polling at 55% right now, 51% right now uh, in the general election, you would not hear, be hearing anything about voter fraud. You might be hearing it from, uh, from the left, but I doubt that. But you certainly wouldn't be hearing it from, from Donald Trump. He's desperate. That's why you're hearing about um, voter fraud. It's a red herring. And these guys are going to point out every uh, minute, um, insignificant um, issue relating um, discrepancies with, with the voting process that they possibly can. They won't tell you, um, and there'll be some truth in that. There'll be some truth in whatever they say, but they won't give you the full story. I mean, we're seeing that now. But no, I mean, he's trying to set the stage. He's trying to set the stage for um, chaos because that's how he operates. That's how Trump operates. And it's largely effective when you think about it. Keep the people in chaos, keep them confused, uh, and you can do whatever you want to do off to the side. And they won't see the sleight of hand. Make a big stink over here and they won't see what's happening over there. So that's his MO. I mean, what you saw at the presidential debate, the first presidential debate this year, was Donald Trump being Donald Trump. And he was doing that because, one, he's losing in the polls. And two, I don't think that he felt like he could go into this debate and really civilly go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Joe Biden. And so he had to talk over him. He had to, um, he had to use chaos. 
You had to make it chaotic. And that's how it worked. I mean, that's how that's that's Donald Trump. Think about it. Think about the last four years. Think about the coronavirus. Think about what's happening around us. I mean, if you don't think we're living in a world of chaos, then I don't know where I don't know, you know, where you're where you're at or what you're doing or what you're thinking. But we are. Chaos brought on by Donald Trump. But why? I mean, why are we in this situation? Why are we where we are? Donald Trump's planting this seed about fraud and voter fraud and how we are not going to be able to trust um, the results of the election, how it's all rigged against him. He's planting those seeds with his supporters. He's planting that seed because he's losing. We wouldn't be hearing anything about voter fraud if he was winning. It wouldn't be an issue. Why would it be? But because he's losing, that's what he's defaulting to. That's his strategy. And, you know, I mean... uh, you know, it, what, what, what better way, when you think about it, what better way to divide and destroy democracy than to use the American president to do it? Think about that. We are being divided by our own president. Why is that? Why is Donald Trump dividing us? Why? There's no better way to divide and conquer. There's no better way to divide and destroy democracy than to use the president. 